1: Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell. And today we welcome our special guest, Yvette Taylor. Yvette is a best selling author and creator of E. A M, the Energy Alignment Method, an internationally recognized complementary therapy. She is on a mission to change as many lives as possible, sharing E A M globally with over fifty thousand people, a hundred plus mentors trained to use the modality. As a multi award winning transformational spiritual and business coach international bestselling author, and having spent over 20 years teaching self-development and in the UK and internationally, she is also a mummy and crazy advocate for changing the world and ready to co-create the new paradigm. I had the pleasure of meeting Yvette uh, in this lifetime at the New Media Summit, which happened in February of 2021. And as soon as she jumped up on the stage to pitch herself, I was like, yes, she's an instant yes to come on to the show. So I'm so grateful you're here, Yvette. Welcome to Wickedly Smart Women. Thank you
2: so much for having me. We were just having a little love gush before we came on. I, I'm so grateful to be here with you. Um, I feel, <laughs> it's like a, I'm so grateful to be here with you. So thank
1: you. Oh, I love love gushes. I, I vote for more love gushes in the world, Yvette. <laughs> so I want to start our time together today, first of all, by honoring that you were courageous enough to say yes to this big calling. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about kind of the backstory behind the calling of bringing in an entirely new modality into the world. If you would love to let us know about that, I'd love to hear it. Do you want the real story? I want- absolutely want the real story. <laughs> we're not doing it if we're not, again, the real story. Exactly.
2: <laughs> okay, so the real, the real, real story. I was hiding myself for a very long time. Rewind a little bit. My journey began, my self-development journey began 20 years ago when I was 17, primarily because of, I know you heard part of my journey before, but because of things that happened to me in my younger years. And I went on a mission at that time, learning every single thing I could, ended up teaching, ended up training, had a wellbeing centre, and then hid myself from the world. Because even though I knew all of these things, I was teaching many of these things. I thought I was living them. I didn't think I could make, it wasn't even about making a business from it. I didn't think other people were really ready for it. Mm. So I hid myself for about five years as an online marketer, soulful online marketer, helping spiritual business owners. And every single thing inside of me kept calling me back to doing my energy work. And so on the outside, I would be a business consultant and a marketing strategist and help people create their soulful business. But actually what I do when they came to see me was all of the inner work. But I didn't I wasn't brave enough then to share what I was really doing because I didn't think people would pay for it. I didn't think people wanted it.
1: Yeah. Great. Let's talk about what happened when you were 17 and what Mm -hmm. happened like that led up to that, because I think that's a really potent part of your story. And I think that anybody who is listening, whether they are hiding themselves, whether they're hiding, you know, from trauma that they may have experienced in their childhood Mm -hmm. or whether they are hiding their uh, spiritual gifts or whether they are and in your case, I would say partially veiling, I wouldn't say you were hiding because when you talk about soulful business, it's like you had, you had part of the veil off, but not the (laughs) whole thing. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about like what the impetus was, like what was the ground, the root, the soil that you came out of? And what was the experience when you Hit that moment of awakening.
2: Well, there are many. Um, So my my journey through life, my younger years. What the catalyst that you're talking about, you heard about, was when I was 11 years old. So when I was 11, I was there was an incident when I was in a whole completely different country, somewhere I'd never been, and ended up being held against my will in a bathtub at the age of 11, and it was a devastatingly scary experience, something I would never wish on anyone, and also something I never shared because I was too scared and too ashamed to let anyone in my family know because I didn't want to bring shame on my grandma. I was in Jamaica where I'd never been before. So that was really the start of me covering a lot of myself up. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to share anything. didn't want to tell anybody. And that sent me into my teenage years of my darker times. So 17 was really the time when I decided I'd had enough. I didn't want to live my life in that way and that was that was the catalyst. That was the first proper awakening, I think for me. And I discovered the world of energy work. It started it started out as an aromatherapist. Um, <laughs> that was where it began at the beginning of 2000. And that was also as uh, EFT the tapping was coming out I ended up really falling in love with that trained as a Reiki master became an EFT master trainer uh, at the age of like 20 something and ended up running my well-being center so I've been doing this work for a really 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 long time but I wasn't living it Mm. now I can see in hindsight I wasn't living it I knew it I knew it fundamentally. I knew it in my head. I could teach it. I could talk about it. I thought I was living it. Mm. But even during those years, this is a complete confession now, Mm. I was still going out and partying, sniffing coke, Mm. drinking drum and bass at the weekend. So I was still living this double life. And I somehow still felt like it was okay for me to do that. But a big part of me knew that it wasn't. So it wasn't really until EAM was born, which was really the beginning end of 2014 when my little boy, six weeks before my little boy was born, that everything I teach now really came in. So I think awakening wasn't a one awakening. It's an awakening. It's a journey. And the universe was kicking me. The only way I can describe it is kicking me in the butt to get back to what I was veiling myself from. Mm. and all of my businesses kept collapsing because I shouldn't have been doing it and I wasn't paying attention. And I kept thinking, if only I can do this one, if only I can do this one, I'll just get this one up and running and then it's just making the money and then I'll go back to doing this. The universe wasn't having any of it. I was like, no, vet, you need to pay attention. I was like, oh, it's not that business. I need to do something else. And so that time, you know, when we are just about ready to give birth, within that, it's a very surreal kind of energy. You know, you are giving birth to a life. And at that time I literally gave birth to two things. I gave birth to EAM, as it is now when I gave birth to my little boy. Mm -hmm. And the real story is most of EAM came in within a three-day window, just download after download. I was waking up in the middle of the night, my partner at the time came home from work and the walls in my office were covered in post-it notes and notes and scribbles and I was like I have no idea I have no idea where this is coming from but it was like everything in my life that I'd been through everything I learned everything I taught everything I knew all the things I'd been through all suddenly made sense Hmm. it was like it was like hindsight in HD, <laughs> yeah. I can describe it. hindsight in HD, uh,
1: the creative frenzy. I've been there. I've been there with the cre- you know, one of the things I find interesting is I actually had my spiritual awakening in 2000 2001 timeframe as well. And then had my own art gallery and healing art center for a while. So there's a lot of interesting parallels to our story. And I did the online entrepreneur thing. I'm still doing the online entrepreneur thing, but I I feel like I've finally come to a place in my journey where I'm overt. And if they, if the people out there can't see, then they're not supposed to see. Right. And for me, I feel like I'm at a place now where I'm no longer shielding. And I'm also kind of mindful about what I'm presenting to, yes. right? Because I actually want to, in many ways, repel anything that's really not for me to be serving. Mm-hmm. so that I make way and open up the space for the people that I am here to be serving. But I've I've done that whole journey as well of like, getting Oh, if I just get to x, then I can do this other thing. And yeah. So I love that you are bringing to the table the awareness that awakening, same thing for me, you know, my first spiritual awakening, like I can point it to actually 1995 when I had my son. So, you know, we have so many parallels. So I love that. Yeah. And I've, I've done the creative frenzy thing where stuff is just pouring through and you got like notes everywhere and it's crazy. So I want to hear from you when you were receiving all of EAM, like what, what were you feeling As that was happening, as that was coming through, because part of what I think has to happen is a, is a availability, like there has to be an availability. So I'd love to hear what you were feeling and like how you set yourself up to be able to receive in that way.
2: I don't think I did. I think Not consciously Mm. everything that has happened that year. So this was another year of me building another social media business. And my business partner at the time, who was due to run the business whilst I was off on maternity had said she didn't want to run it. So I was like, okay. Well, I'm definitely not going to be running it because I'm giving birth. So I, I finally had, had to let go in, in a, you know, in a 3D world, I had to let go. There was nothing else to fill my life. And most people would have thought it would been a complete disaster. You know, I lost 70,000 pounds, everything we'd worked on, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't have been happier because finally I was ready to follow. I'd literally been saying the words all year. I just want to set this up and then I want to get back to my energy work. I didn't even know what my energy work was then. I just had this thing inside that I could not stop. And so I don't think I consciously made the availability. I think the universe made me available. And it was like, thank God for that. She finally has nothing else distracting her. Here you are. (laughs) Like, have it all. This is what we've been trying to give to you. We've been knocking on the door. This is what the nudges did. Because you are in that receptive state, you know, in in that time just before you give birth. You are in that space ready to give birth. So you know, even it was those, it was those three days. And then during that time, while I was just off being mummy, I didn't have a laptop in front of me. I wasn't being distracted. I was just so present with my little man yeah. and the rest of it really started to come together. And it was four months after he was born that I actually first started sharing EAM at a distance. So I, I wasn't present. It wasn't me in a room with a client. It was me teaching the method and showing people how to put it into practice. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. That was when I really knew something was, this was what I was meant to do. And I, re- I distinctly remember, I distinctly remember having a conversation with the universe and I was like, I, I am no longer prepared to do anything in my life that isn't what I'm here for. And if it's taking, if my time is away from this little guy, it has to be the thing I'm here for, because I'm not available for anything else.
1: Yes. I love that because what, what you're doing right there is, and I started this question with, you know, how did you make yourself available? And what I'm hearing is you said, I'm not available for anything else. So we are at the break already. So I want to take a short break. But when we come back, I want to talk about how you actually skipped right into teaching others your method, because I think that's a powerful thing to talk about as well. But right now we are going to take a short break. Wickedly Smart Women, we could use your help if you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I just did a review of what we have going on and we are trending and ranking uh, in the top 100 in 22 different countries around the world. So thank you to all of our listeners for uh, helping us to get there and continue to download, rate, and review for us. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in. Why don't we shout out to our listeners? I don't think we have Jamaica on the list. We gotta get Jamaica on this list. We should have Jamaica on the list. <laughs> I know, I've got my list me i'm not seeing jamaica we need to get jamaica on this list all right i'm shouting out to our listeners to be in jamaica uh we do have listeners in the cayman islands which is kind of close to jamaica and also the uk so why don't we shout out to those today and we will be right back with yvette taylor
0: All
1: right, we are back with Yvette Taylor. She is the best selling author and creator of EAM, the Energy Alignment Method. You can find out more about Yvette and about this method at energyalignmentmethod.com and we will have that link for you in the show notes and we're also gonna have a special link in the show notes to get the five steps of the energy alignment method and a training video to get you started down the path of your own energy alignment. So before we went to the break event, uh, we were talking about how it came through and it came through as a whole in in its wholeness. But once you get a download like that, there are some decisions to be made and you could have chosen to just be like, Oh, I am going to just do EAM one-to-one or one-to-small groups, but you jumped right into, and I think it's probably as a result of having all of the experience that you did have when you were half hiding you jumped right to getting clear that your mission and this method, this method actually was meant to serve many people. Mm -hmm. And so how do we do that? Well, we have to replicate ourselves. So I'd love to have you talk about that process of training others to step in and own their power as EAM method practitioners.
2: That was a journey. That is a journey. Yeah. Uh, and like I said earlier, hindsight's a wonderful thing. So I didn't love it, but the three or four years that I was doing the online marketing, I was helping build people build their coaching programs, their business models, their ones and many, you know, helping them fill their funnels, building CRMs and websites. I understand now why I needed that part of the process because EAM wouldn't be what it is now had I not been through that. So I think that was preempting me for the one to many. And even when I had my wellbeing centre back at the beginning of early 2000 and something, I I stopped working one-on-one because there was even back then, part of me was like, I know I need to be doing something more than this. And as wonderful as it is working with someone one-on-one, you're stuck You're limited. It's like the number of people that come in the door is the number of lives you can impact. And I knew there was always something more that I needed to do. So, yeah, training, training everybody. I am a perfectionist. I'm going to hold my hands up and say that out loud. And until now,
1: how about if we say up until now, Yvette? Up until until now. now, I've been.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How do you download 20 years of knowledge? In, in a way when it's like this is just what you do and it's trying to teach that to people was a journey. One of the things that was profoundly and still is deeply important to me in the way that we train our mentors is that they walk their talk. So our mentor's journey is not just come and train with us for five days and then all of a sudden you're gifted a certificate to go and work with people and mess with their mind and energy and their heart and soul and work through trauma and all of those things because there are so many things that go into holding space truly holding space to create transformation that are not about what you learn in your head it's about how that practitioner that therapist that mentor that guide shows up and the work that they've done on themselves our mentors journey used to be 18 months of doing the inner works So 12 months of doing the inner work and six months of doing the training with me to be able to qualify to go through that accreditation process. We've managed to shorten it now over the last five years and um, we've got it down to less than a year. But the first part is still deeply intensive in doing the work with them for them to let go of their stuff so that when they are in a space with someone, they are there of service. Mm and have created that transformation within themselves to vibrationally create that transformational space and capacity for change for someone else just through their presence. Mm-hmm. So that has always been, and still will always be a massive part of training to be a mentor it is, and when you meet them, when you meet some more of them, it really is about who they are. There's, there's like just this deep, beautiful, powerful energy we're all still ridiculously grounded. You know, we all still have our up days and down days. I'm not saying they're walking angels by any chance, but, but they get it because they've done it you know they they're not coming from a from a head place they they're there to share they've been through everything and if they haven't been through it they've definitely seen it within our community because because of the way that the journey works
1: so. yeah i th- i think the last piece here that i want to talk about really deeply is kind of goes back to what you were telling yourself and mm-hmm. what i would imagine also shows up for the practitioners themselves that you are mentoring and that is this internal disbelief that I think is really societal conditioning still playing itself out, this internal disbelief that holding space is valuable, this internal disbelief that energy work has uh, capacity to really shift people's lives in the most profound ways that are really more valuable than we can even put money, attach money to. So, I want to talk specifically now about money, Yvette. And I'd love to hear either what EAM did for you to flip the switch on the money piece or what is already embedded within EAM that allows your practitioners and The people who are receiving EAM to be able to make the connection and make the energetic exchange of the financial flow in exchange for the gifts that are, I'm sure, pouring through.
2: Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. I won't lie; first few years were challenging. First year was just me, still mummying, working. I had my small small group the first year, so we built it up to a seven-figure turnover business. pre-lockdown. It's been amazing. This last year, we've had to pivot the business a lot, as so many people have. We did a lot of big live events. You know, it was like two, 300 people coming along to the live events every three months before. And luckily, we changed the business model before this all happened mm-hmm. anyway. So this last year has now transitioned over to, to being online. But what that's enabled us to do is actually to reach thousands more people this year than we would if we were doing the live event. So everything happens for a reason. We are always, always guided. But the the money piece is is huge. And it's it's actually been a big part of my own personal journey and complete transparency. There has been so much work that I've had to do on that. And I know money is a massive part for so many people and it all comes down to vibration. Mm-hmm. So energetically within EAM, I talk about your head, your heart, and your hara. Your hara is your manifesting center. It's your core. It's what brings everything into fruition. It's what allows things to manifest. This is where our money piece comes from. So that is a huge part of the work that we do. And it's not just about money in terms of what rises in the bank account as the abundance connection. And it's also in the journey that we take people through. It's It's like part eight of the journey. Because most people want to sort their money stuff out and they think if I can just fix the money, then this and this and this and this and all of these other things will get sorted. But money is very rarely about money. Money is always about all of the other pieces of the puzzle that come before. So that has been one of the things that I know so many people are like, why can't we just do a money program? And I'm like, because the money isn't about money. We can do the money. Yes, I can teach all this stuff, but actually... The pressure that we put on money, Mm. what you want the money for is because you want all of these other things. So why don't we give you all of these other things and take the pressure of money to perform for you in your life? Mm. And then the money will come. Mm. So that's the journey. That's the 10 month journey that we've always taken people through is actually changing your relationships, actually changing your health, actually changing your wellbeing, actually creating your flow state, actually bringing you all the things you think that you want the money for. And then the money comes. So, you know, we have had a lot of success with people. Um, Actually, one of the last testimonials we did, we had a woman manifest £50,000, which I was like, ninja. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) But more often, you said it yourself earlier, more often than not, what people, this isn't a manifest, you know, a million pounds in the next 10 minutes kind of thing. This is a change your life. And the value that comes in being able to do this Mm is worth so much more Mm. than any amount of money that you can put in the bank Um, not to say that we're not all open to receiving millions and millions of pounds and definitely you can use it to call that in but it's about the life change which you can't put enough zeros on the end for that i know and this has again been an integrity piece for me i know we could easily stick on a money program but i'd rather show people how to change their life because that that is the mission that is the mission
1: That is the mission, showing people how to change their life. And when those things happen, what I know to be true is sooner or later, the entire global monetary system can't help but shift into serving those who choose to do the work, to shift their own consciousness, to elevate their own expression of who they are, to expose who they are, and to stand powerfully in their own value to take up space in the world. It's inevitable that the entire monetary system globally, which is part of my mission, is like, let's just just move the entire monetary system globally to be in service to these higher ideals and values. So we are at the end, event, but I want to um, just take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here to remind our listeners to Check out the links that we're going to have for you in the show notes about the energy alignment method and the five steps and the training video and all the fun things. And Yvette and I could spend hours talking to one another, but we're not going to do that today. But do listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that for you in the show notes or sending questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open and your wallets open to receiving too. And remember, you are a wonderful woman.
0: Thanks for tuning in, downloading and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.